following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. Snowballed into the valley below. Two of the people from the city were out gathering food. They found me and brought me inside. Man, what a ride! I swear, Jake, you got more lives than a coon cat. Come to think of it, you also seem in unusually good shape after all that. Not that it's a bad thing, but you don't look like you have so much as a bruise on you. The people of Shambhala have an amazing knowledge about herbs and healing, Lucy. They understand life and revere it like nobody else. That understanding has given them a greater insight about how to preserve it. Well spoken, Mr. Samson. You three have indeed shown not only your amazing courage in this journey here, but also in your convictions. You have demonstrated your own respect for life and genuine desire to improve the quality of life for others. Your motives in coming here were pure. You will be granted the necessary snow lotus flowers to take back for Professor Diane. Oh, thank you, Mr. Poe. Thank you, Mr. Poe. You will be our guest for the night. Rest and refresh yourselves. Tomorrow, you must begin your journey home. I... Is the alarm. We also have some unwelcome visitors. We have wasted enough time here. Shoot them! Welcome, once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another exciting installment of Broken Sea Audio Productions' Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter. Saddened by the loss of Jake to an avalanche, Tex and Lucy made their way to the legendary city of Shambhala. During an audience with Mu Po, spiritual leader of the lost civilization, our heroes were surprised to find Jake alive and well, a testament to the Shambhalan's amazing healing talents. But their happy reunion was cut short as an alarm at the city gate alerted them to a new danger. Can Jake, Lucy, and Tex escape the city in time to bring Professor Dyer the much-needed snow lotus? Or will they all perish like the monks of the Lhasa Nipong Lamassery? Listen now to the fifth and final chapter of Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, and the Roof of the World. Master Pope, are we under attack? Uh, I am told we have barbarians at the gates. Barbarians from the west. Jake, I didn't see anybody give me any kind of report. Not verbally, no. These people are well versed in the art of mental telepathy, Tex. They can speak to one another using only their minds. Nah, you mean no wires? 
No switchboard? The ways of the East are strange and mysterious to the Western mind, Tex. But they are nevertheless still real. Oh, thank you. Can't you just keep them out with these gates and high walls? Should we deny them entry? They are threatening to employ explosives to destroy the gates. Well, why don't y'all just let Jake and me go out there and have a little old talk with these boys? And make him see some reason. It would appear they also possess two of our brethren in captivity. Lucy, Tex, let's go get a closer look at who these invaders are. I am so ready for good old-fashioned throwdown right now. I can't believe anybody would want to threaten peaceful folks like these. For every bright spot of good there is in this world, there is an equal shadow of evil. Now come on. But we're kind of outnumbered for a one-on-one fight this time. (laughs) Okay, what do you suggest we do? Keep our cool for now and see what they want. Yeah, well, I'd sure be interested to learn what they're doing here. It's a mighty long walk from Germany just to stop by and say, howdy. Capitan, I see men, but they are not Aryan. They are pale, yes, but bear the flawed, slanted eyes of these oriental savages. <clears throat> they are undoubtedly of the servant class, Gerhardt. Pay them no mind and signals a convoy to follow us inside. reason why a platoon of Nazi troops would find themselves at the far end of Tibet. And that is? Well, I don't expect they've come looking for a medicine to help a sick friend, that's for sure. They're probably here to plunder its secrets in order to bolster the Reich's war machine. I've heard rumors that Hitler is quite interested in the occult. My guess is he believes Shambhala holds some sort of magical power that he thinks he can use to win the war. Hey, for all we know, maybe it does. It wouldn't surprise me. Whatever secrets this city has, we need to prevent them from getting into the wrong hands.
So, you are the leader of these people? Yes, I am Mupo. You are not a member of the Aryan race. Where are your masters? To be enlightened is to master oneself. We are not here to seek your Eastern philosophy. Our Fjord wishes to meet the proud people who founded this city, and we are here to escort them back to the fatherland. We are the only people here, as it has been for many centuries. That is impossible. You are small and weak. There is no way you could construct such a magnificent city alone. You will tell us your secrets, yeah? Knowledge is imparted according to one's capacity to grasp it. We have no secrets. Our knowledge comes from opening our minds and accepting the truth, which is all around us. Our strength comes from our harmony with the land, the sky, the water, the fire, and the stars. I think I have heard all I care to. Gerhardt, prepare to raise this city. It is obviously not the one we seek. Yeah, Herr Kapitan. Just a second. Ah. A civilized man in this barbaric country, and evidently of the proper stock, too. This is good. You are the true leader of these people, yeah? You might say I'm acquainted with them. An American? This is most unusual. My name is Jake Sampson. I'm a traveler. These people helped me after I fell beneath an avalanche many years ago. Years ago? How long have you lived here? Nearly 100 years. You don't even look to be 40, Herr Samson. Your Fuhrer is correct. These people do hold many secrets. Their biggest one is how to cure diseases and prolong life. Jay, what are you doing? Another American? You too have lived here for many years? Ah. He and the girl next to him came in search of a special flower that can save a critically ill friend of theirs back in the United States. That flower, like many other special herbs, grows only in the area around this city. Over the years, I have learned to identify these plants and can choose which ones will unlock the secrets of immortality. That's the great mystery of Shambhala. And you reveal things so freely? Why? Because these are a gentle people, and I don't wish to see them harm. I would also like this man and this woman to be allowed to return to America with the remedy they came for. Most curious, Herr Samson. I almost believe you. If I could perhaps have some sort of demonstration of your claims of immortality... I would be most inclined to agree to your wishes. Fair enough. Shoot me. Right now. Jake! No! Miss Carter, I'm afraid it's the only way. Jake! A what most are you... extraordinary proposition. But indeed, that would prove your claim. Very well. Jake, are y'all crazy? Stay right where you are, Mr. Holden. Do not move under any circumstances. Are you ready, Mr. Samson? Jake, no! Go ahead. No! Samson, show me your magic. Um, well, I hope that convinced you. I really don't want to do that again. Most impressive, most impressive. Nobody could survive a shot in the heart at that range, but body armor is no secret, Herr Samson. No, but surviving without it is quite a feat. Take a look. The wound on your chest. I see it. But... It is closing. 
is it is it is healing before my very eyes. Now, do you believe me? Yeah, yeah, wunderbar, wunderbar. Yeah, yeah, wunderbar. The immortal Jake Samson, eternally strong like his namesake. You've returned with us to the fatherland. The Fjord will wish to know everything about these people and their miraculous plants. Then we'd better get some before we go. Of course. We shall go now. You will lead us, yeah? Yes. But only on your word that the other Americans go now and return to the States. But Jake, what game? Go. Now. Okay, okay, we're going. It was, um, it was nice. To meet you, Jake. And thank you. Before you go, a gift. Something with which to remember our people. Wear these bracelets on your journey. They will bring you good luck and ensure safe passage to your destination. Thank you, Master Poe. Enough of these pleasantries. The sooner we can acquire these magical flowers, the sooner we can return to civilization. And one for you too, Mr. Samson. We have enjoyed your company, Lord, these many years. Please remember us in your thoughts. Thank you, Master Poe. Very well, Herr Samson. We are sufficient distance from the city and you are rapidly approaching harsh ground. Where are these flowers of immortality? I have no idea. I only arrived in Shambhala a few days ago. You lied? But the gunshot. How do you explain that? I don't deny that Shambhala is a special place. People can't seem to be able to die while on its grounds. That's part of what saved me after the avalanche. The other part was a special tea brewed from a plant called the Snow Lotus. Those Americans took some with them that was dried into tea. That part was true. So you have tricked us. Very unwise, Mr. Samson. Especially now that we are away from the city and this gun can shoot you permanently dead. That suits me fine. It looks like I'll die knowing that you won't make it back to your homeland either. What do you mean? Mein Kapitan, look! Snow creatures. One other thing I forgot to mention, Captain. The Yeti. Gerhardt! Shoot them! Well, I don't think these soldiers will be doing anyone any harm ever again. Are Tex and Lucy all right? They are safe within our cities. Good. 
I'll just borrow this truck and be back shortly. We look forward to your return. Y'all gotta tell us, how'd y'all survive that gunshot? It was at point-blank range! Honestly, Tex, I'm not completely sure how it works. But that small area of land is special. It's in such a transcendent spiritual state that the ordinary laws of science and nature don't exactly apply. It is perpetual spring. Nobody grows old, and nobody dies. There is no want, nor any of the suffering that flesh is heir to. It's paradise. Yes. Paradise on Earth. Or perhaps it originated beyond the stars. Are y'all saying these guys were spacemen who just decided to settle in Tibet? I'm not really sure, Tex. And to be honest, I'm not sure we're meant to know. So? How did you escape all those soldiers? We saw you drive back in one of their trucks. I had a little help from some of Mupo's friends. Oh, But we didn't see anyone leave the city to go after you. They were already out there. They were Yeti, Lucy. Those large, furry creatures we talked about on the way out here. A pack of them appeared and took out the whole platoon. (laughs) But Jake, how did you survive? The bracelets! That's right. The Yeti know not to harm anyone wearing one of them. Did you notice that every person in the city had one? Hey, yeah... Come to think of it, I did notice that when we first arrived. But Jake, how'd Mupo know you'd be needing one? Heck, how'd the Yetis know where y'all be? Simple, Tex. Mupo told them. Huh? How? Telepathy. He contacted them with his mind. Aw, man. That is too amazing. I heard some tales in my time, but that is just too dang amazing. You know, Jake, that wouldn't be a bad place to retire. Someday. Lucy... Once we get out of here, I reckon it'll be worth growing old never to have to go through all that again. And having died twice, I'd prefer not to give up any more lives anytime soon. Oh, Jay. Hey, Mingo. How y'all feeling? I've been better, Tex. We did what we could, Jake. I know. We eased Professor Dyer's suffering with the Snow Lotus tea, so at least he was able to rest easy, rather than screaming in the throes of dementia. But his body had simply deteriorated too far. He was very grateful. You could tell he'd found peace in those final days. He had a good passing. And he left y'all some pretty interesting stuff to boot. Lots of stuff from his expedition. Y'all reckon you'll be able to read any of them books? I've tried a little. That one near your left hand is interesting. At least what bits I could make out of it. The Firmus Mysterious? What's it about? Strange ramblings from an old alchemist. Alleged ways to change lead into gold. To make fountain of youth potions. That sort of thing. Hmm. 
More stuff to keep in the vault, away from the wrong hands. <laughs> yeah. Death is no dream, for in death I'm caressing you. With the last breath of my soul, I'll be blessing you. to inaugurate a president, the republic, single-minded in anxiety, stood in spirit here. We dedicated ourselves to the fulfillment of a vision, to seize the time when... So, creatures from the mountains destroyed the entire expedition. Yeah, ja, Herr Commandant. Captain Kopfjäger was brutally mauled by one of the creatures. The one called Samson referred to them as Yeti. I alone escaped during the battle. Jake Samson still lives. I saw him take one of the trucks and drive towards the city afterwards. They don't. We had him in our grasp and failed again. You know this man, Samson? Yeah, he is a sworn enemy of the master. Many have tried to eliminate him. All have failed. He is evidently more lucky than his parents were. I can eliminate him, Herr Commandant. <laughs> you are a coward and a fool, Gerhard. You cannot be trusted. I shall devise a plan to eliminate Samson once and for all. I will prevail where the Russian and the others did not. Then I shall become the rightful heir to the great arcane knowledge that Alastair Crowley possesses. With his passing, the Telemic Order and all its arcane secrets will be mine. Thank you for listening to Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, and the Roof of the World, written by Mark Kalita. Episode 5, starring in tonight's episode as your announcer, Ellie Hirschman. Jake Sampson was played by Mark Kalita. Lucy Carter was played by Lynn Cullen. Texas Holden was played by me, Bill Holwood. The Commandant was played by Alan Sepkoyak. Captain Kolfjega was played by Brian Bokikio of Seraphic Panoply. Gerhardt was Bruce Busby. Mupo was played by Stephen J. Cohen. The Nazi troops were played by Lothar Tuppen and Jack Ward, while Stevie Farnaby, the master of Doctor Who and Maudlin here at Broken Sea, played the Yeti. The music in tonight's episode, Celestial Aeon, the Jake Sampson theme, Gloomy Sunday, was by Artie Shaw and his orchestra, and the darker version that you heard right at the tail end of the show there was by Paul Whitman with Johnny Hauser, Vera Lynn from the Internet Archive. 
Music from the Nazis also comes from the Internet Archive. Hope you enjoyed the conclusion to Jake Sampson Monster Hunter and the Roof of the World this evening. And we hope you return for Jake Sampson Monster Hunter, the Horn of Valhalla, coming soon at Broken Sea Audio, www.brokensea.com. Thank you.